Hello to each and every one of you uh, gorgeous pop pickers out there. It's time for another episode of Near Perfect Pitch. Uh, specifically, it is episode 18, How It Seems Like Yesterday. I was fumbling at the soundboard, uh, trying to uh, reacclimatize myself with a recording studio. And I think, uh, palpably, I've, uh, I've improved a tiny bit <laughs> over the course of uh, 18 programs. That being said, I'm going to tell you what you can expect to hear for the next three hours. That's essentially three really good radio programs rolled into one. So, new release-wise, top, top new stuff by Teenage Fan Club. I've already touched upon the new record in uh, in, in a previous program, in two previous programs, actually, um, because they're Teenage Fan Club. Um, uh, they earn that right just by being who they are. So we're playing some new stuff from their, their uh, new long player. Uh, similarly, uh, there's a new record out by uh, The Wedding Present, Toy, The Rifles, fantastic new uh, LP by Dodgy, which I've got, uh, I'm looking at it right now, and uh, you can choose to believe me or not, but I'm looking at it, and uh, the Parrots have got a new release out on uh, on Heavenly Records, and we'll be getting to all of those. Also, there's new material by Bon Iver, and um, it's going to take me uh, a while to choose which track I want to play, largely because they're all uh, written in, in what I'd probably referred to as gibberish um, I'll get into more detail with regards to the Bonnie Bear release uh, as, as the show progresses don't forget nearperfectpitch at gmail.com is how you can uh, interact with me uh, and you can uh, you can moan complain, ask for stuff you know, that type of thing uh, nearperfpitch is the handle on uh, Twitter, nearperfectpitch is uh, the Instagram moniker and you can also follow us on uh, SoundCloud Tumblr, Facebook, and Mixcloud, if that isn't enough for you. So you're obviously listening to this program, because you, you know, you, you're listening, you're hearing, you're hearing what I'm saying. So you've obviously found it somewhere, but if you've got uh, friends and folk and family and kin who you'd like to refer the program to, which I hope you do, because uh, I don't take any credit for the program other than that I, I'm lucky enough to curate other people's work. Uh, one of the easiest things to do on the planet, frankly, but... Uh, I don't know why people make such a big deal out of radio being being difficult. It's, it, it's not. But uh, that's my humble opinion. So you're listening to me, but also tell people that they can get the program on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Blurberry, Stitcher, and on, uh, on TuneIn. Phew! That's an awful lot of stuff, isn't it? I'll be back after this.
Better Left Untold. That's by The High. And that is from a record that never officially got released. It was their second uh, second LP uh, from 1992 on London Records. Uh, it was entitled Hype. And as I mentioned, it was never released. Uh, I've got a copy of it. You can probably hear the... Uh, the pops and the, the hisses uh, of, of, of the vinyl copy that I've got there. So I played that for you, and that's a particular song called Better Left Untold. And I did play The High's new single, their first, uh, the first work in, in about 25 years. I played uh, Kiss the Sun, which is the only release uh, from their new work, uh, but expect an album very, very soon. And uh, you don't need to source it. Just listen to me and I'll tell you when it's out and how to get it. So that was the high. And before that, we heard, going all the way back to 1981, uh, the first New Order record and the first song from the first New Order record, Fresh, uh, fresh after the demise of Joy Division and uh, the untimely death and uh, tragic suicide of, of Mr. Ian Curtis. We had uh, Dreams Never End. This this record was not received very, very well at the time, but a lot of people have uh, uh, since discovered and rediscovered it, if you like, and uh, I always always liked it. I always liked this record, and it holds a special uh, holds a special place, whereby it's uh, the intermittent period uh, between uh, Joy Division and uh, the very electronic uh, New Order, which uh, they fast developed into uh, post-Blue Monday. So there you have it. That's uh, the first two tracks, uh, both Mancunian as well, uh, should you care. And uh, I think what we're going to hear next, we will hear something by Daisy Chainsaw. Yeah. 
Reaching for Chances. That's The Rifles from their latest release and uh, a song entitled um, Wall Around Your Heart. Now that record is The Rifles 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. I've got all five albums stacked up here. It's their fifth record. It's out on uh, on Cooking Vinyl Records and it's brand spanking. It's called Big Life. And uh, I think we'll continue the theme of new releases uh, with, with some new Dodgy. Now, Dodgy have been around for a long, old while. And uh, Matt was on the show. Oh, crikey. It must have been about show three, four or five, round about there. Uh, Matt's uh, the drummer and he's also been doing a lot of uh, touring with, uh, with Ian McNabb's uh, band, uh, Liverpool-based McNabb. And uh, the, the last record, the one prior to uh, the new one called What Are We Fighting For? out on Cherry Red Records, um, there was uh, an 11 year gap between dodgy records between uh, 19 uh, sorry between 2001's uh, real estate and uh, stand up right in a cool place which came out four years ago so it's the first dodgy release in four years the lads are, are back together they're touring uh, they're busy and they've really really put out a very very good record Searching for It's the road 
from the 2013 EP, Melody Calling, that's the title track, uh, by The Vaccines. And before we heard The Vaccines, we heard uh, something brand new off uh, the latest and greatest dodgy LP entitled What Are We Fighting For? And we heard a song called Are You The One? And I'll put a link up in the show notes as I do to let you know how you can snag it. Uh, basically go to Cherry Red. Uh, .co.uk, Cherry Red Records, and you can snag your copy and have it have the postage deliver it within about uh, five or six working days. Can't say fairer than that, can you? And I've developed, uh, or I'm, I'm, I'm perpetually developing uh, a, a bad memory. Uh, I've got uh, amnesia that, that tends to, to rear its ugly head uh, at the most inopportune moments. Um, I'm not sure if I even mentioned the Daisy Chainsaw track. Uh, the Love Your Money track. Now, they were a wacky band. I interviewed them once, uh, once upon a time. And uh, that's a, a song called Love Your Money, by the way. And that was uh, released in 1991 on, uh, on Diva Records. Uh, they were soon signed to one Lindian Oli Records. Uh, two full lengths, a uh, couple of extended plays and uh, a handful of singles. Uh, they, were, uh, they were out there. Um, and uh, she was the sort of... Uh, Britain's equivalent of the the Courtney Love uh, just got out of bed I don't bathe kind of look uh, and she she pulled it off quite quite nicely I'm trying to remember her name it was Katie Jane Gar Garside I think her name was anyway that's a bit of history for you so we, we started off with some new order then we went to the high uh, two Manchester tunes and some Daisy Chainsaw then some rifles then some new dodgy then some vaccines now some new teenage fan club
brand new gear from Toy, from their third LP released just days ago. Uh, and it's called Clear Shot, that's the name of the record. And uh, the single, actually not the single, the album track that we heard is uh, Another Dimension. And prior to hearing that, uh, we heard uh, some more new material from the uh, latest Teenage Fan Club release. And we heard a song from the LP called The First Sight. Loads of new releases. So I think thus far I've played uh, New Rifles, New Dodgy, uh, New Fan Club and New Toy. Next, something funny. Makes me laugh, any road. I'm going to tell you about the sex engine people. He's the sex engine, baby's gonna lay on ya. He's the sex engine, he wants to crawl across your floor. He's the sex engine, and his crazy any t shirts give ya sex engine till you don't want any more. Sex, 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 sex,
on Factory Records. That's Kath Carroll from 1991. Uh, and that's a song called uh, Move, Moves Like You. And uh, Kath Carroll's an interesting person, to say the very least. She used to write for the NME. And uh, she used to uh, be in uh, the post-punk outfit property. Uh, she also uh, married uh, somebody from Big Black. Uh, and that's Albini's band. And Albini, Steve Albini, that has produced the first album, uh, the first Kath Carroll record, which was uh, entitled England Made Me, named after the Green, uh, the, Gra- the Graham Greene uh, novel. Crikey, it'd be nice if I could talk. Um, so uh, Kath Carroll, she released... Four albums. England uh, Made Me was the first on Factory, and that was uh, uh, the only thing she released on the, on the Manchester label. Uh, then she moved to, to Teen Beat, to Heart and Soul, uh, and the last works uh, from Kath Carroll were uh, as uh, late back as 2009. But the only long player uh, in recent history has been uh, The Gondoliers of Ghost Lake, which, which came out in 2002. So that was Kath Carroll for you. And before we heard that, we heard something marvellous by uh, Pat Fish and, and, and the boys, uh, the Jazz Butcher. And that is from an EP, a very rare EP, and, and not in terms of its availability, but in terms of its uniqueness and, and uh, the actual sentiment behind it. So, so it technically was a single released on Creation Records, but they did a, a session uh, for CBC in Montreal uh, and uh, recorded uh, a series of songs of which Sex Engine was one and uh, is my favourite just because it's just unmitigatedly funny. And... Um, can you hear that racket in the background? It sounds like, I can assure you I'm not in the middle of the motorway. I think there's some kind of uh, function going on uh, uh, in, in the adjacent uh, studio. Any road, all that being said, uh, this was recorded uh, and released through a uh, collaboration, and the only one of its kind, I don't know any other uh, collaboration between the Canadian Broadcasting uh, Corporation, CBC, and Creation Records. So um, the, the session tracks were only available on the CD version, which came out through Polygram Creation and CBC in Canada. Does that make sense? You can still find it at all good record emporiums, and I highly recommend getting it just for its uh, novelty value. It's rather funny, and there's just some some belting tunes on 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 on, uh, on uh, the nine tracker here, and uh, I think my 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 second favourite. I think I actually played it in one of the one of the uh, previous shows. A grey flannelette. Um, I'm rambling, aren't I? So that was some jazz butcher, and uh, as I mentioned to you before, we heard some toy before we heard some jazz butcher. Coming up next, we're going to go to Minneapolis, and we're going to hear something by Tapes and Tapes. Yeah. 
World News from 1986. That was uh, the third of the songs in a quickfire hat trick that I chucked at you. Um, the other songs in the hat trick were Broken Head by Catherine Wheel, and that is from the LP Chrome, which was released in 1993 on uh, Fontana Records. And prior to hearing the uh, the track by Catherine Wheel, we heard Minneapolis's Tapes and Tapes, and uh, they're a quirky outfit, quite like them, and uh, not, not in keeping with what probably uh, people would probably think I'd play, but uh, their work, as I say, is is, is a little bit uh, predictably unpredictable, and that's what I like about them. But that's a, that's a particularly good good song. That one's called Bada Boom. Um, now 
I think I'm going to play another new release. There's a, there's a, there's a wacky band uh, from Madrid. They're called the Parrots, uh, and uh, upon uh, seeing them at South by Southwest. Uh, the peeps at Heavenly Records um, subsequently signed them to their own label, which I think is which is rather cool. And uh, I'll be playing something from them momentarily. But uh, let's let's have a little uh, delve into the feature that has uh, usurped and turfed out the uh, the Get in the Sea Gits rather negative feature I used to have. Um, this is uh, just going to uh, articulate and, and tell you what you've been missing if you're not a part of the Near Perfect Pitch Facebook community. You with me? Right, so uh, I'm going to trawl through this and, uh, oh look, there's some information about Michael Head, who fronts Shaq, who's uh, working on a project with uh, with Simon Mason, who was on the show, and they have a band uh, called Hightown Pirates. I've been lucky enough to um, receive uh, the unmixed uh, version of the, uh, the LP. And it is uh, something that you would not expect uh, with, uh, with Michael Head's involvement. Simon, tell you what you can sing and uh, the tunes top and I am not allowed to play anything but I'm allowed to tease you with it so that's the relationship with uh, the shack post I've got there with Violet Records uh, the, there's an Instagram feed for all the, the nifty little uh, images I chuck up there whether it's a uh, a mosaic of uh, Screamer Delica or, or uh, a, a grunged uh, version of Alice in Wonderland um, there's lots of news what else have I got on this page I can only go as quick as the internet can let me yeah there's that bit about uh, dry and high the new High Sound Pirates record. Uh, you want to you want to be getting into that and uh, and uh, staying tuned to me, and I'll give you the fast track on that. Lots of nifty little uh, photos there. Oh, there's Norris Cole from Coronation Street. Uh, some high school works and Billy Bragg. Uh, some nice vintage stuff. If you like music and musical ephemera, this is the place for you. It's just a dumping of my brain on a daily basis that that finds its way to Instagram and and uh, and uh, its sister social media sites. On Facebook things, oh, it's a funny thing I, I came across the other day. Actually, girlfriend with comb over. I know, I know, it's really serious. Got this, uh, got this girl with a really dodgy uh, Bobby uh, Bobby Charlton hair uh, comb over. There's this Chewbacca on the drums. Uh, all kinds of stuff. If you like, if you like a bit of fun and a bit of bants, as they say, Facebook.com/slash/NearPerfectPitch. That's been Facebook things for this particular instalment. Um, new release-wise, we've not got a lot to get to uh, aside from the, the parrots, which we're gonna hear. There is some new wedding present, which is grand. There's also uh, uh, a new Bonnie Vare record, and I might uh, have time, depending on how I uh, uh, juggle the, the playlist, to fit in uh, something new by uh, by Auto Heart. But anyway, enough rambling from me. Here's the parrots. <laughs>
1978. I was 11 and a half when that came out. That's uh, Sham 69 with a Hurry Up Harry, as if he needed an introduction to that one. And that was a request, and that was uh, for a lad called Brian. And uh, when you do uh, email me, um, not that it's imperative or or ultimately important in any way, shape or form, tell me where you're from, because it interests me. Um, So Brian, that was for you. That's uh, Sham 69, Harry Up Harry. And I did neglect to mention that earlier I had played uh, the Catherine Wheel track for Rachel, and similarly, Rachel didn't tell me where she's from either. So I've been getting requests uh, uh, from from far-flung places, uh, but with these ones uh, that uh, are non non-geographically coded, I've no idea where these people are from. But I'm delighted that you're listening, and I hope that you share it uh, with all and sundry. Um, I did want to remind you that if you tuned in and are expecting an interview like uh, normally. Uh, this is the, only the second show of the 18 where I've not uh, been able to procure an interview. Uh, it's not for lack of trying, it's just mainly uh, a timing issue. And I'm hoping uh, to uh, align with a couple of uh, interesting uh, potential interviews this, this next handful of days to be able to have something on the next show for you and uh, subsequent shows as well. Whew. 
Okay, time to draw breath. This is a cracker of a tune. Playing a lot of uh, non-British stuff this week. It's a bit of a departure, but it's a bit of fun. Uh, these are good, good, good songs. Nevertheless, not uh, not just because uh, uh, what constitutes a good song necessitates that it comes from the British Isles. I'm not that snobby, but I have my preferences. But a good song's a good song, isn't it? Same stuff. 
Lemonheads. That's uh, that's a track called Buddy, off the LP called It's a Shame About Ray, and that was released in 1992. Uh, the familiar voice in the background is uh, is Juliana Hatfield, his on and off girlfriend, and uh, I've been lucky enough to interview him on a couple of uh, instances, uh, a couple of occasions, and uh, lovely chap, but high as a kite, perpetually high as a kite. I, I just don't even know how he even managed to pick up his guitar. Lovely bloke, though. Uh, that was uh, Lemonheads and a song called Buddy, which uh, alludes to his, uh, his one of his hobbies. Uh, and prior to that, uh, from small town Georgia, we heard Guadalcanal Diary with uh, Watisi Rodeo, uh, probably their, their best-known tune. It uh, first saw light of day. I think that one came out on an EP in uh, 1983. Uh, and then finally saw Light of Day on their debut album, which is uh, called uh, Walking in the Shadow of the Big Man. They have uh, five records, and they're all rather good. Uh, That song was uh, accompanied by a rather bizarre video, I seem to remember, which I haven't seen in an absolute eternity, but uh, wanted to share that one with you. And we kick things off with uh, with Jimmy Percy and the lads uh, with with some Sham 69. This show is poptastic, I kid you not. And I think you understand where I'm coming from here. A nice diverse array of tunes thus far. Uh, and by virtue of there being no, no interview uh, and uh, that taking up half an hour to an hour, uh, I'm going to play some more songs. So I'm diversifying. I'm not just playing stuff from the British Isles. Uh, I'm playing stuff that, uh, that I think you should uh, listen to and I think you should like. This is in keeping with that. out of the Wilshire Hotel. He looks out a window without glass. The walls are made of cardboard. Newspapers on his feet and his father beats him because he's too tired to beg. He's got nine brothers and sisters. They're brought up on their knees. It's hard to run when a coat hanger beats you on the thighs. Pedro dreams of being older and killing the old man. But that's a slim chance. He's going to the boulevard. On the dirty boulevard, he's going out to the dirty boulevard. He's going down to the dirty boulevard. 
room costs $2,000 a month. You can believe it, man, it's true. Somewhere a landlord's laughing till he wets his pants. No one dreams of being a doctor or a lawyer or anything. They dream of dealing on the dirty boulevard. Give me your hungry, your tired, your poor, I'll piss on them. That's what the statue of bigotry says. Your poor huddled masses, let's club them to death. And get it over with and just dump them on the boulevard. Get them out on the dirty boulevard. Going out to the dirty boulevard. They're going down on the dirty boulevard. Going out. Outside, it's a bright night. There's an opera at Lincoln Center. Movie stars arrive by limousine. The Klieg lights shoot up over the skyline of Manhattan, but the lights are out on the mean streets. A small kid stands by the Lincoln Tunnel. He's selling plastic roses for a buck. The traffic's backed up to 39th Street. The TV whores are calling the cops out for a suck. And back at the wheelchair, Pedro sits there dreaming. He's found a book on magic in a garbage can. He looks at the pictures and stares up at the cracked ceiling. At the count of three, he says, I hope I can disappear and fly, fly away from this dirty boulevard. I want to fly from the dirty boulevard. I want to fly from the dirty boulevard. I want to fly, 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 fly from the dirty boulevard. I want to fly away. I want to fly. Fly, fly away. I wanna fly Fly, fly away
from 1974. Quite possibly the best single ever written, in uh, my humble opinion. That is uh, Big Star from Radio City and uh, September Girls. And uh, featuring, obviously, Alex Chilton, uh, ex-Box Top. And uh, just had to squeak that in. I've not, uh, I've not played that for a long, long time. And uh, if, if even just one of you has never heard that and uh, is, is moved by it as I was, uh, similarly moved by, by it as I was for the first time, then, I, then, then it's all worthwhile because that is an absolute belter of a tune. And prior to that, we heard uh, Mr. Lou Reed uh, with, uh, with Dirty Boulevard from New York, uh, the album New York. He's also from New York. And the Dirty Boulevard's probably from New York as well. So... It's, it's come to a point whereby I'm deciding which songs to dump and uh, which ones to keep. One thing I'll keep is this next one. I've not heard this one for a long while either and uh, just uh, just happened upon it as I was thumbing through some stuff uh, a couple of days ago. I don't want to share it with you as well.
from 1980. That's uh, Canadian outfit Blue Peter from Markham, Ontario, and that is uh, a single called Radio Silence, and a good song it is too. Uh, didn't do bugger all outside of Canada, save for a bit of uh, US airplay, which is a bit of a shame because uh, they had some uh, some uh, some problems with their record company and uh, they never never sold as many records as they perhaps should have but uh, you now know of them blue peter go and find their stuff and uh, before we heard uh, blue peter we heard uh, we heard alex chilton and his big star uh, we heard september girls and of course before that some some lou reed it's now time for our uh, obligatory four ah track um which is my weekly track as brought to you by marky smith and uh, whoever makes up the remainder of his band on any given day, i.e. the fall. Now, back in 1988, being an, an avid NME reader um, and sounds and anything I could get my hands on, um, there were some uh, occasional uh, uh, mail-in offers for, uh, for this, that and the other. Uh, the NME did release a series of uh, seven-inch singles over the course of time in the 80s, as did sounds. And prior to the, the litany of cassettes which saw their way uh, in the 90s as being stuck on the, on, on the front covers of uh, weekly and monthly music magazines, uh, there were some mail-in offers. And this particular one that I sent off for was, uh, was a compilation called Sergeant Pepper Knew My Father. And, and it's a multi, multi-artist compilation. Uh, uh, and it was designed to raise money for Childline uh, in, in conjunction with the, the BBC and, and a programme that was rather popular at the time uh, called That's Life. So, the, the album was released on LP. There were only 500 CDs out there in a promotional capacity. Uh, I managed to get my hands on one of those. Um, still got the LP actually kicking around somewhere, but I'll give you the track listing. There's uh, Three Wise Men uh, kicking off uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, then Wet, Wet, Wet. Uh, with with a little help from my friends and that was released as a single a double a side with the the billy bragg tune uh which is uh, she's leaving home which is uh which is the the what is it the sixth song on 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 the record loosing the sky with diamonds is done by the christians getting better is done by the wedding present with amelia fletcher doing some backing vocals Uh, amelia fletcher from the band heavenly fixing a hole by hue and cry we mentioned billy bragg with cara tivy on piano uh, for the cover of She's Leaving Home, being for the benefit of Mr. Kite, uh, the final song on uh, on the first side by the uh, the inimitable Frank Sidebottom. Kicking off side two, Sonic Youth with uh, Within You Without You. When I'm 64, uh, covered by Courtney Pine, obviously in an instrumental capacity. Lovely Rita Meter made, uh, done by Michelle Shock. That's particularly good as well. The Trippids give, uh, give Good Morning, Good Morning a go. Three Wise Men come back with the reprise of Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. And the last song on the record, if you're familiar, uh, is of course A Day in the Life. And that's done by Marky Smith and, and his crew. Oh, 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 oh,
it's hard to mistake that for anything other than the wedding present. That is David Gedge and the band with uh, a track called 56 off their latest and ninth studio record called Going Going, their first in four years. And before we heard uh, the wedding present, we heard A Day in the Life by the Fall. And that is uh, from the Sergeant Pepper Knew My Father compilation LP that was released in 1988. And if you uh, can't get your hands on that, the only place I know you can get it is on a castle uh, collection, uh, a very, very odd compilation of, of four tracks on uh, Castle Communications Records. Uh, so there you are. That's where you can get it should you wish to acquire it. The song I'm going to play for you next is by The Godfathers. And I occasionally play it when I'm feeling miserable. I'm feeling particularly miserable this week uh, for, for a litany of reasons. Uh, nothing for you to be concerned about, uh, as if you would anyway. Uh, but uh, it, it makes you think birth, school, work, death. There's got to be more, hasn't there?
just confuses me The lines drawn on the map A strange assembly When there's northerners and southerners And westenders and eastenders And sunny days in January Left spaces in my diary But the demons ever need to know But the demons ever got to see
that's the stupendous super furry animals and that's demons from 1997's radiator on creation records uh, one of the best bands to grace our planet they really really are even their stuff that they sing in welsh I still listen to that. Before we heard Super Furries, we heard uh, Birth, School, Work, Death by London's uh, The Godfathers from uh, 1988, uh, from their first LP, also entitled Birth, School, Work, Death. And uh, don't really like an awful lot more of their stuff, to be honest, but that song does resonate. And uh, I thought I would share that with you as well. Have you heard of a chap, have you, called Jules Shear? Now, Jules Shear has been around... uh, for, for many, many years. He's got 15 years on me. Uh, he's a prolific songwriter and uh, he's had a lot of success writing songs for other people, such as uh, Cindy Lauper, uh, Till Tuesday, Alison Moyet, X, um, you know what I'm talking about. God, this is my amnesia kicking in, honest to goodness. I'm Yaz, there you go. Yaz, Yazoo, Yaz over here. That was another confusing one, wasn't it? Because there was Yaz and the that uh, plastic population, whatever the heck it was, and uh, forced the name change. Anyway, you know, her and uh, Vince Clark, them lot, he wrote, he wrote for Alison Moyer, uh, and, and a really bobbins band called, called The Jitters as well. But one song he did write that, that was a beauty was uh, for the Bangles uh, in 1986 called If She Knew What She Wants. Uh, great song. I'm not overly keen on, on the Bangles version, but I'm certainly quite keen on, uh, on Jules Shear's own rendition of his own song and there are two there are two versions of if she knew what she wants by Jules Shear this one is uh, the version that you will find on the eternal return LP hope you like it it's it's uh, it'll be a song that you're familiar with but uh, it's entirely better than uh, no disrespect to those lovely ladies from California but this is much much better
Matthew Sweet. Lad's got 15 LPs under his belt, if you can believe that. And uh, I thought I'd play that, because it, uh, it would constitute a bit of a, a clever segue. I shall explain. So we just heard Matthew Sweet from, uh, from 1991, from his uh, very popular girlfriend LP, and that is a song called Evangeline. And before we heard that, we heard some, uh, some Jules Shear. Now, Jules Shear uh, wrote for the Bangles. Susanna Hoffs is in the Bangles, and Susanna Hoffs and Matthew Sweet have uh, collaborated an awful lot musically over the years. Uh, they have four uh, albums which you can buy as a box set. Uh, there were initially three three albums released and uh, the fourth was released so you could bundle them all together. Uh, essentially a, uh, a cross-section of what, uh, what songs they'd like to cover from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s and all the way through to uh, pretty well the current day. Um, very interesting and if you want to get your hands on those they're, they're really easy to find. You can get them on the old iTunes and any, any digital media or I would imagine at your local record Emporium should they, uh, should they have stock. Um, so, Matthew Sweet, that's the, the tenuous, uh, well, it's not exactly tenuous, it is a, is, is a real connection between um, what we just heard, uh, Matthew Sweet being linked to If She Knew What She Wants uh, by Jewel Shear, who writes for the Bangles, there you go. So, And before that, Soup Furry Animals, and before that, The Godfathers. Bonnie Vare is off his cake, isn't he? I think it's pretty fair to say. Off his rocker, got a top, top uh, songwriter, he's got a third studio uh, album, which has just been released. And it is uh, it's a confusing one. It's called 22, uh, comma, a million. Uh, and uh, I've put uh, something up in the show notes here. Uh, uh, a, a website here has gone to the, the trouble to decipher and tell you uh, what the song titles mean and, and uh, the method behind his madness. So it's, it's a great little article there from, from our friends at Pitchfork. So I've put that on uh, the, the, Podbean, uh, the Podbean site and uh, hopefully you can have a read of that if you are curious as to how he came up with these wonderfully weird and, and wacky names that he has uh, allotted to, to, his, uh, to the songs on, on his record. We're going to hear a song mainly because it's the, it's the most decipherable one and it's the one I listened to first. And by virtue of that, it's got a special place. It's called 33 God. All right, you with me? Bonnie Vare. Stayed at the Ace Hotel. 
Brighton's Electrolane, and that's a song called Gabriel. That's their second single from uh, from 2000. They are no longer, but uh, they did chuck out, uh, I think, nine singles over the course of time and, and four LPs. Again, that was Electrolane. And uh, prior to hearing Electrolane, we heard, we heard some new Bon Iver. And in keeping with his style, unmistakably Bon Iver, wasn't it, really? Uh, that was a track called 33 God, and that particular track was uh, co-written by... Uh, by uh, Paolo Nutini, in case you're bothered. Uh, the first track, 22 over, I mean, again, these are just, uh, I, I can't even read them to you. 29 numbers, Stratford Apartments, crazy wacky stuff. Uh, I put a nice link, as I mentioned, uh, on, the, uh, on the, the Podbean page, which is where the, uh, the, the podcast is, is actually hosted. So uh, the home for the podcast is nearperfectpitch.podbean.com. But uh, you can, of course, get us on iTunes and, and Google Play and uh, Blurberry Stitcher, tune in. Uh, and I think that's it for now. That's enough, isn't it? But uh, one thing you have to remember is uh, the show uh, is made possible by virtue of uh, the lovely folk at CKCU-FM uh, in Ottawa, in Canada. Uh, CKCU-FM, if you're not, uh, if you're not uh, aware, is Canada's longest-standing, biggest and best community college radio station and uh, is fueled by dozens upon dozens of selfless volunteers who are behind uh, uh, the microphone, who are uh, behind the scenes in, in every capacity you can imagine uh, and uh, the vast majority of people involved at the radio station are indeed volunteers and they do it with the love of the music and they do it because they care. So you can listen to the show always on ckcufm.com and if you're a music fan, which I hope you are, otherwise uh, you wouldn't be listening or shouldn't be listening to this this particular programme, uh, for every taste imaginable. Um, it doesn't matter whether you're into a bit of merengue, then you might be into a bit of, uh, bit of bangra. There's a show for you uh, equipped with a resident expert who really cares, who uh, play their own records in conjunction with the massive library that's at our disposal here at uh, the radio station. So, that's CKCUFM. Uh, don't forget to uh, to listen to the station if you are in the catchment area at 93.1, or you can listen online at any time uh, at ckcufm.com. There you have it. A little reminder uh, about uh, how to get in touch with the programme. You can always email me at nearperfectpitch at gmail.com. The, uh, the other two major, uh, well, it's actually three, Facebook uh, the Facebook page is quite, quite active. So anything I put on my Instagram or Twitter ends up on Facebook. So at Near Perf Pitch is Twitter, at Near Perfect Pitch is Instagram. Facebook.com slash Near Perfect Pitch is uh, the Facebook handle. Vimeo, Tumblr, SoundCloud, MixCloud are taken care of as well quite handily. And I will at some point get around to uh, populating and making the actual site itself nice at nearperfectpitch.com. Thus far, I have a landing page, and that's the best I can do. Guess what? It's Tinterweb time. There's no modem sound in the background for the pure reason that I just cannot be bothered to go and source it and play it. But it's a particularly good site this week. And I'll tell you what it's called. It's called 8-Bit Smiths. So what does that mean? Well, we all know what uh, bits and bytes are. Uh, we all know what heavy pixelation is in terms of, uh, especially if you're a gamer, you will, know, uh, you will know what pixelation is all about. Well, these people uh, at Laughing Squid have uh, put it upon themselves to come up with a Smiths compilation that they have uh, 
uh, reimagined as 8-bit arcade music. So there are there are two renditions, and if you if if you know what you're doing, you can rip them from uh, from YouTube, and within themselves they are staggeringly funny. So laughingsquid.com, and there's a massive slash uh, continuum to the URL. So I've, I've I've got that for you in the show notes if you want to go and uh, and check it out. But uh, it's something that I've uh, that I stumbled upon quite a long time ago, to be honest then forgot about and, and then uh, re-stumbled, if that's uh, even possible. Um, I'll see if I can uh, render you something. Give me a second here. See if I can play from the video. There you go. There you are. This charming man. As if it were a video game. Superb stuff. So, you get the drift. Superb. That's uh, that's from one of the videos, and then the other one has uh, the the remaining tunes. Eight bit volume two, it's called. Great stuff from uh, from the the people at Laughing Squid. And uh, check uh, check the website, which I'll re- repeat for you in case you have amnesia as I do. Nearperfectpitch.podbean.com. That's where all the the notes and uh, bits and bobs will be uh, for any and all shows. <laughs> For blood, a sedative to much. Well, the effects of you were all I always come for more. I see the wisdom in your ears, a melting pot of
that's Matt Rose on Seed Records from 1993 from their debut long player called uh, Bring It On Down and uh, uh, a single called Swim. Tidy, tidy stuff. They were heralded as, uh, as the second coming of the Velvet Underground, I seem to remember. Um, they've, uh, they've released very, very good records and uh, I, I've got them all and I don't think they have a weak link in them. Uh, just not a massive amount of repertoire. I'll actually... Uh, I think I've got some notes here. I think I'll refer to them. Yeah, yeah, they've got four four studio albums and uh, and uh, four singles slash EPs. Uh, before that, we heard uh, from, from London, uh, we heard an outfit called uh, Auto Heart, and that is from their latest record, which is uh, entitled I Can Build a Fire, and a song and a single called Oxford Blood, and that is uh, all but a couple of weeks old. So my estimation is we have heard one, two... Three, four, five, six, seven, seven new releases. That's not bad. That's not bad. On a limited budget for my own collection. No, I'm quite chuffed with that, actually. Um, so, we're fast approaching the end of the programme. Uh, we've heard Matter Rose, we've heard Auto Heart. Uh, we'll be clocking in at about 33, 34 songs uh, at, uh, at the end, uh, which is not bad going. Uh, so I hope you've enjoyed everything so far. We've got four or five left. Coming up next is uh, a song uh, by Thousand Yard Stare. Uh, on, on a wonderful record company name called uh, Stifled Aardvark Records. And this uh, hails from, I don't even know what year it was, I think it was 1992. Comeuppance.
from the latest LP by the church uh, called Further Deeper. That's an album track called Globe Spinning. Nearly uh, six minutes of it. What a band the church are. If you are uh, if you're OCD in terms of uh, record collecting like I am, um, it, it, it can be uh, the bane of your existence. And if you are a fan of the church, uh, you've really got to have your act together uh, to be able to accrue uh, their back catalogue. Lots and lots to address when it comes to the church. Um, anyway, delighted to play them any chance I can get, really. And I encourage you to... Uh, source and seek out as much as you can uh, by the church. A uh, thousand yard stare before that uh, with uh, come up and room for a couple of more tracks which I think will bring the, uh, the tally to 34 tracks uh, this particular show which is good. It's enough to distract you from an afternoon's work isn't it? So in, in that regard I'm very happy about it.
we were long overdue some Stone Roses, weren't we? Uh, I Want to Be Adored. And before that, we heard from their first LP, Stereophonics, uh, from Word Gets Around from 1997 on, uh, on V2 Records. Uh, we heard a song, uh, not, uh, not Up To You. And that is a wrap, as they say, for episode 18. Thank you so much for uh, downloading or streaming the episode. Please remember to be in touch, nearperfectpitch at gmail.com. And please do me a favour, spread the word. Anyone who likes their tunes, make them aware of the programme. I'd be most grateful. All the best. ta